Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. The Rudy Giuliani Show. Good afternoon. This is Rudy Giuliani. And welcome, America, to the Rudy Giuliani Show. And hopefully you're getting us on... Oh, on the internet, on radio, on any place around the country, all over. It's important that we get our message out because they keep <laughs> they keep suppressing it. Who knows how many balloons there are up there? Well, I had uh, the pleasure uh, last night of spending the first half of the Super Bowl with a great Super Bowl fan, a true expert on football, a former owner of a football team, and the former president of the United States, Donald J. Trump. And it was just a delight. Because, of course, we talked about politics somewhat. But here's what I like about him. And I know lots of people don't, and lots of people do. This is a love or the other side relationship with him, which it shouldn't be, because he's actually quite, he's quite a good guy. What I like about him is, with most politicians, they don't really know They make believe they know sports. I can't tell you how many people I had to throw out of my seats at Yankee Stadium because they wanted to come up and talk about the latest bill or this or that. Well, I'm watching the Yankees trying to win a World Series. I'm happy to talk to them at 2 in the morning about it. I mean, I could exhaust them. They, they, people would fall asleep talking to me. But you don't bother me during something as important as a Yankee game or a Giant game. Now, a Super Bowl is not that important to me. It's just more artistic, you know, like, I like to watch these because it's it's the Super Bowl is the taking of an art form, which football is. It's also the most game in the world, possibly even worse than boxing. I'm not unaware of that, but it's also an art form. It, it, it requires requires great genius to figure out those plays, how to run them off, how to how to how to uh, how to work them out. And when you saw these two quarterbacks and these two coaches. You got two really, really brilliant coaches, Soriano and Reed. And Reed, of course, is the old timer. Soriano's the new timer, but Soriano's smart as hell. Beat the heck out of the Giants three times. Man, did I want him. But in any event, it's it's like watching upper level chess if you love football. And there I was with Trump and he we spent a little time talking about, of course, the balloons and why Biden wasn't speaking, and I said, I, I can't believe that this, if you were in the White House now, we would be sitting here watching the Super Bowl. He said, well, what we would be doing is we'd be sitting in the, we'd be sitting in the Situation Room, and we'd be getting updates on the Super Bowl. But our focus would be on what the hell are they doing with those balloons until we figured it out. And when we got it figured out, particularly if we had a plan, we would act calm as hell. Um, and then I said, you know, I wrote a book on leadership 20, 22 years ago, and I really studied it very, very hard when I wrote it. And it is amazing that we actually elected a president 
that violates every rule of that book. And here's what I'm talking about right now. That guy's got to be talking to us. What's going on? We've got these surveillance balloons coming over our airspace. As far as we know, this never happened before. If it did, they hit it. Or they didn't know about it. Or they couldn't detect it. And one of them was a really, really big one. And they let it basically, I would, please excuse the expression, but they let us rape, they let us rape, they let the balloon rape us. They went over three of our major uh, nuclear facilities and took all the pictures they wanted with all of the equipment they have. That's crazy. I'm sorry. That's just crazy. And then we waited until they got everything they wanted, every single thing they wanted. Four days, eight days, what was it, 12 hours, whatever number of days it was. And then when they got out over the ocean, near South Carolina, we finally took it down. And here were the arguments. We couldn't take it down earlier because we might hurt people on the land and what was the other? The other was it was necessary for us to follow it, to find out what it wanted to do. Well, then for several days, which will give you an idea that above and beyond everything else about this poor excuse for a president, corrupt, senile, inherently stupid, and a panderer from the day he was born, he also... He's nothing. He has no ideas of his own that last more than the next person who criticizes him because he gets hit really hard now. He gets hit really hard even by the Democrats. There was a unanimous vote of the House of Representatives saying we should shoot these damn things down. A unanimous vote. I think the progressive nuts just, like, uh, didn't vote because, what, almost 480 to nothing or something. So I, I'm going to go look and see what happened to the progressives because I can't imagine they would want to defend America even against China. But in any event, it was a unanimous vote. Nobody had the guts to vote against it. And the idea was, you come over our airspace to take pictures of our air bases, we're going to shoot you down, pal. And that was a unanimous vote, including many, many Democrats. Well, I, he got the message because Joe's been in politics longer than I have, and he's got the, he got the message. And the next one that shows up, right, they shoot that one down. But why do they shoot it down? Over land. The same place they could have shot down the first one. But it would have been too dangerous to the people below, which, of course, is ridiculous. I, I said it for days. It was ridiculous. I don't know why the American people... I don't know why the, 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 the general media and the American people accept this. You really have to realize he's making a fool out of you. The, the, the population of Montana is seven people for every, for every one mile. If you can't figure out how to put a balloon down, I don't care how damn big it is, unless it's a nu nuclear explosion, right, without hurting anybody, you better just, like, retire and let somebody else be president or any other job of responsibility. Just leave because you're too dumb, too stupid to do the job. That was a ridiculous answer from the very beginning. No one else did it but 
the Biden mouthpieces in the White House, who were disgraceful people. You can't trust them for a damn thing. Uh, Senator Murkowski went nuts. Now, Senator Murkowski is a, what, what do we call her, a rhino Republican. She votes with Biden as often as she votes with us. Uh, uh, but, but she's a patriot. There's no question about it. This is, this is a good woman who is a patriot. Never heard me criticize her. I hate the votes she gives. But I, I get her. I understand her. I, you know, I know the full range and breadth of the Republican Party. She went nuts. What do you, what do you mean? My state, they can just fly over my state? Do you understand how many sensitive defensive facilities we have at the top of the world? I don't even want to, I don't even want to, I, 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 when I left the second time, the Justice Department, first time too. I went through a briefing of two hours with the CIA taught to forget what I knew. It was like a brainwashing session. Here's how you forget what you learn. Because I helped to establish the first FISA court. And every once in a while when I see these movies about Russian espionage in the 70s and 80s, <laughs> I have little dreams about it. <laughs> I have little dreams about it. But in, in any event, this not shooting this this first balloon down is 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 as close to unforgivable as giving up the Bagram Air Base. There will be certain things. There will be certain thing about the Biden presidency that, when objective historians get a chance to evaluate it, will make it as close to a treasonous presidency as we've had. Giving up Bagram is one of them. Now, how can we not ask the question, with his tepid reaction to this, with his not going on television, with his really not blaming China or using strong words against China, are we expected to be thought of as such ignorant people that we wouldn't ask, is it possible, I say possible, that an infusion of $31 million, which is demonstrably, provably true, and they have not denied, since 2016 until 2021, from the Chinese communist high-level members to the Biden crime family, where there were clear indications from Hunter Biden, that 50% of it was going to Joe. I didn't say, temp, did I say 10% for the big guy? That's the lie. The, the, the deception practiced even by some right-wing media is not to tell you that there is a text on Christmas Day of 2018 that says, I give 50% for 30 years to pop. Of course he does. Look at the deals. You can see it. Then look at some of the evidence that we have, including including a laundering uh, transaction that goes back to 2016, in which that's what Joe gets. Joe was getting 50. Joe was the not the big guy. He was the Don, the head of the family. So how can we not ask the question as responsible, patriotic American citizens, not Republicans, not Democrats, but people who care and love our country? Is he compromised? by the incredibly large amount of money that he and his family got from the Chinese communists. 
And I guarantee you, and I swear this to you, 31 million is the min bare minimum that he got from, I didn't say China, from Chinese communists, identified by Hunter as Chinese communists, identified by our intelligence as Chinese communists. How can you not ask the question, does that explain the strange behavior? Does that explain Biden saying a year and a half ago that China is really not an enemy? Does that explain his not condemning China when any American president would have done that after an attack like that the other week? Does, does that explain him giving up an airbase 400 miles from China? Does that explain, I'll give you another example, why he didn't impose sanctions on Maria Baterina, who is as close to Putin as anyone, except uh, she gave $3.5 million to the Biden crime family. Why are there so many of these coincidences? Aren't they worth something better than Giuliani's a Russian agent? Giuliani is crazy. He just wants to go after Biden for no reason. That's not true at all. I knew Joe Biden for years. I worked with him. I got the crime bill through with him. I employed his niece. I didn't turn on Joe even when he attacked me. I was just politics. I didn't turn on Joe until I found out he sold out the United States of America. That's the dividing line for me. There's no two sides to that. There's no coming back to that unless you confess and help us uncover what you did. You don't get, you don't get to sell out my country, Joe. And boy, I know it's been hard for, you, for the crooked press to pick it up and the crooked politicians. And I know why you're trying to destroy me. Because you know, I know, and I know a lot more. We'll be back. And we'll talk about this and many, many other things right after the break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. Hello, Rudy Giuliani back again on the Rudy Giuliani Show. And uh, I, I have uh, for some time, and sometime means 20, 20 years, been very, very upset. And this is not uh, as a Christian or a Catholic, and I sure as heck don't present myself like Nancy Pelosi or Joe Biden as the Catholic of the year. I have many failings as a Catholic. The, uh, the, 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 the theology and the moral theology of the Catholic Church is very, very demanding. And um, I'm just not good enough. Uh, but I believe in it. Not all of it, but I believe in it. I believe in Jesus Christ. And I'm just telling you that so you, you can anal analyze what I'm saying now. I was very disappointed in this pope because he doesn't seem to have a necessary, the necessary uh, understanding of the, of the 
pernicious effect of communism in South America. It seemed to me he was too much affected by the liberation theology in, in Argentina. But now he's faced with one that's going to put his back right up against the wall. A very, very fine bishop named Roland Alvarez was just sentenced in Nicaragua, which is a decrepit company, uh, country, and, and with, 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 a, with a leader who was a communist, and I'm not sure I know what he is now. He was sentenced to 26 years in jail. And he was sentenced to 26 years in jail for speaking out against the Nicaraguan government. And uh, he was tried in Managua. And there was an opportunity to allow him to leave. Like, if he gets out with all of the other people, he'd be stripped of his Nicaraguan citizenship and be able to come out. You know what he did? He let everybody else go, pretended he was going to go. And he stayed. And he said, I'm not leaving my country because I'm not letting my country become atheist. And I'm not letting it become communist. And uh, for those of you who are Catholic and, and, and educated as Catholics, you might remember that this was the me message of Our Lady of Fatima, that communism would destroy us. I hope the Pope gets this. I hope so. I hope the fact that this is a fellow South American bishop and not you know one of us in america who he might think is overwrought about communism that he'll see the danger of this and he'll also understand a scholar that he is that the main adversary of Karl marx was the roman catholic church christianity and god for sure but what's the most powerful church in the world better for better or worse it's the vatican and the Pope, you can, you can make him a fellow traveler. Wow, it's over, it's over. So I hope this arrest, and I think, I don't know, maybe I'm doing too much here in, in, in thinking into, the, into Bishop Alvarez's mind. I'm just betting he decided to stay there to see if he could, see if he could educate Pope Francis, who's a good man, but Everybody's a product of their environment and their background. And this comes out on a weekend where the FBI memo uh, targeting traditional Catholic ideology from the Richmond office is frightening and suppressed. And my job is to give you suppressed information that nobody else will give you. This is a memo, internal FBI memo, of which I've read many, many, many I've even edited them for FBI agents who weren't particularly good writers. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. Welcome back to the Rudy Giuliani Show. And I tell you, this is... <coughs> Excuse me. I'm developing some kind of cough. It's going to be gone by tomorrow. I do it by will. Now... There's a terrible story <clears throat> that is being suppressed by the, I don't know even what to call them, uh, the communists, and who run this government or cooperate with it or they don't even know they're communists, but they help them. And here's the story. This is a very, very important memo. I know these memos. I mean, I've read hundreds of them and helped write them. 
This is an FBI internal memo. FBI internal use only. Do not disseminate externally. Gosh, oh, money. I've read thousands of these. Underlined them, edited them. This is a memo uh, suggesting that in Richmond, Virginia, there's, a, there's sort of a, a, a group of white supremacists. And you know how you identify them? They're very traditional Roman Catholics. And there is a, uh, there is a connection. Uh, this FBI researched memo that comes from sources uh, between being an uh, advocate of the Roman uh, or Latin mass and being a white supremacist. And a lot of it is, of course, uh, uh, blacked out because it gives you the names of where it came from. But I figured out where it came from. It came from a communist front organization yeah, used by the left wing somehow as part of the civil rights movement or whatever the hell it is, but it isn't. It's an anti-American communist civil rights movement that wants to overthrow our government called the Southern Poverty Law Center. All of their research, there isn't, a, there isn't one bit of this lazy FBI agent's uh, independent research here. This is like, you know, the Steele dossier, except Hillary didn't pay for this. So who knows? Maybe the Southern Poverty Law Center paid for it. And it says about my church, of which I am not uh, by any means, uh, don't, don't use me an example of my, there are many better, much better examples of my church than me. I'm a sinner. But I love the Catholic Church. Uh huh. For all its all its failings and all its whatever, I love the Catholic Church, and I do not believe we'd have the civilization we have today if it wasn't for the Roman Catholic Church, and for Christianity, and for Judaism. You want to knock it down? <clears throat> Ignorant moron. How about first taking on its scholarship and seeing if you can understand it? Because you probably don't have the IQ to do that. So they, they, this, this, this memo says that these Catholics who like the Roman Mass, the Latin Mass, these people are white supremacists. I'm, I'm, I'm reading this, and it connects Nick Fuentes to this somehow, but it's hard to figure out how he's connected to it. There's a growing overlap between the far-right white nationalists and RTCs, that's um, traditional Roman Catholics, meaning that they were not as happy with the, with the uh, Vatican Council changes, but particularly in the liturgy of the Mass. Now, do you know why I wasn't happy with it? I wasn't happy with it because I spent five years studying Latin. Now, what the hell was I going to do with it if they changed the mass? And I can't go around talking to people in Latin, right? And I happen to love the language. I think it's the most beautiful language in the world because it ends all in vowels, and therefore you can sing it better. It's the, it's the precursor of opera, the mass. I, I would imagine... I would imagine that these I would imagine that these idiots would not have known that. Monteverdi's Monteverdi's uh, pieces were all based on the Roman Catholic Mass. 
And now we have in Missouri, look at this. In Missouri, we have the Missouri Attorney General investigating investigating allegations by whistleblower Jamie Reed regarding the Washington University Transgender Center at St. Louis Children's Hospital. What are they doing there? They're basically encouraging children to change their sex and not tell their parents. I think I've summarized it probably a little bit too briefly, but there's a lot more evidence than that. I mean, can you buy that? I mean, what's going on here? Well, let's go to Max in Manhattan. Uh, Mayor, Mr. Mayor, thank you for taking my call. Um, this has to do with a, the balloon that left uh, China. From what I understand, Pat Smitidis had a guest on that said that we knew that the balloon left China on the 20th of January. We knew where, it's tra- where it was traveling from China to here, and we did nothing even until it got even before. You it mean when, we, when you say we knew, the United States knew that it left China on the 20th of January. See, I don't know that for sure, but okay. I, I'm, not, I'm willing to buy it, but I'm not, I, I, I'm not sure of that. Okay. Um, the other thing that uh, comes to mind when you mentioned Bagram Air Base is that in the military, Afghan, Af- Af- Afghanistan is known as the graveyard of empires. So yes, quite, quite right. See, when we see uh, the Russians in there and they collapse in about 87, and all of a sudden there's a new Russia in 1990 when they leave communism, that might be that sort of change of government might have to happen on some sort of I don't know, military level, before there's a government change. Do you follow what I'm saying? I do follow what, I'm, what you're saying, absolutely. But, I, but, but here, okay. here, here's what I don't understand. Uh, there is no earthly reason why you would give up an air base 400 miles from China, except if you're a traitor. You would have to kill me to give up an air base 400 miles from China. Probably torture me. Given, given the reality of China's uh, ambitions, what they've done, the 80 million people they've killed, the things they've written, the, the strategic advantage of an airbase 400 miles from China, when they don't have an airbase 400 miles from the United States, is, I don't even know how to describe it. Uh, just to point out the r- reason why I consider these people horrible human beings, including the head of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. He, he backed up Biden by saying it, it wasn't strategically important. Now, you've got to go out in the bathroom and vomit after you say that, Miley. An air base 400 miles from China is not strategically important when it's a modern one and you can get a missile there before China even knows you, 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 you set it off? That's crazy. Now we're looking for air bases 800 or 1,000 miles from China, and we don't have them. But Biden had one, and he gave it up. Now, how do I separate that from his getting $31 million from China over the five years before that, including from the spy chief of China? And why should I be required to separate it? Who the hell is Biden? Why does Biden get treated differently? than? Why can Biden screw the United States and nobody else? He spent his whole presidency hurting this country. Every single thing he did has made this country less secure, less prosperous, more uh, more divided, and uh, he cares about other countries more than he cares about us. 
and I have to just sit here and take it? Sorry. My parents did not bring me up to be a moron. Let's go to Ray in New Jersey. Good afternoon, uh, Rudy. Uh, it's a pleasure to talk to you. You're a fantastic guy. I really appreciate you. Um, I, I was trying to get through to your predecessor, Greg Kelly, because he's a pilot. I and uh, I, I didn't make it. So um, I just got to – this makes me crazy. There, right. A balloon comes over the country. They send up a $300 million jet, two of them I heard the first time, to shoot it down with a missile. It's a balloon. Couldn't we maybe have had a – uh, an old, uh, what, what, what do we call it, P-15 uh, Mustang with a, 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 a machine gun in the front and try putting a few holes in the top. Hey, if it bursts, it bursts. Where are we? Same place. But if well, it so puts why, a few holes you, in it, you think it, it allows too- it to come down to earth nice and slowly and land where people in hazmat suits with di- uh, d- uh, dogs could go up and, and get it and, and retrieve it. No, let's blow it up and have it crash so we can't get anything out of it. I don't understand that. That's that much money to blow up a balloon? Just, so, you know, I'm, I that's believe. interesting. You think there was a way to bring it down so we could have preserved it better? Well, that's what I'm thinking. If you if you shot it with a, a wow. machine gun from a, a plane and put holes in it, that's got to be a heavy-duty balloon. That's not something you got at the party shop. You know, I, I, I might have just put holes in it. If it didn't, put a few more holes in it. But try and get it just to come down. Don't just blow the thing out of the sky. That makes no sense to me. It would be very, very strategically uh, valuable to bring it down as much intact as possible, right? Yeah. I mean, if you're if you're the if you're the incident commander, would you would your objective would be? I want that damn thing. (laughs) I don't even want to shut down. Just give it to me. So you do the least. Imagine imagine you're a trained pilot like Greg Kelly, and you spend so much of your life becoming top of your field, and they say to you. Greg, I want you to go out there and get into your $300 million plane and go up with missiles and blow down a balloon. Wouldn't that be kind of embarrassing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You make an excellent point. The only thing I'm, of course, I'm not as cognizant as as he would be on, would there have been a better way to bring it down so we got more of it in terms of intelligence? In it and let it vent slowly, it could drift down because it's got a hole in it and it's gotcha. losing its helium, gotcha. whatever it's holding up there. The other thing you could do, it seems to me, is I understand it's 40,000 feet. I mean, I'm being facetious when I say send up an open cockpit biplane with a guy with a gun and a bow and arrow. It's too high. They can't go up that high. I get that. That's that, that you know. But right. I'm just saying there could be an easier way. And then once it starts coming down, you're going to tell me we don't have the capability to have a helicopter fly over it and drop something on it that would maybe tangle it in some way and you could put parachutes on it even. I mean, it's got to be a better way than blowing a thing out of the sky with missiles for $100,000 pop, but that's crazy. Well, it sounds like we didn't want to know what was in it, protecting China. Don't you find that Biden spends most of his time protecting China? I mean, an American president in a situation like this, just for the, just, just for the purpose of domestic American politics, and the, and the biggest pander in the world is that idiot in the White House, uh, would have been beating up China horribly right now. And it's as if China is not even responsible for this with Biden. But do we need really, do we really need to have it beaten into our heads what the answer to that is? We are in a very unfortunate position. We have a president that's owned by China, and we don't want to admit it. And the press hid it from us. 
when you give somebody $31 million plus, you buy a lot of them. Because somebody who has a soul doesn't take the $31 million. And somebody who's willing to sell a soul does. And that's what we got. This is a kind of modern-day retake of Faust. I'll tell you about that at, at some point. Let's go to Bob in Westchester. Okay, Marvin in Queens. Yes, Mr. Giuliani, I'm a ufologist, 92 years old. Korean God War bless veteran. you. And I got a question. Yeah. Being a ufologist, I believe and study UFOs okay. for many years. Do you believe in UFOs, number one? Number two, do you believe the story according to History Channel, which I watch a lot about UFOs? <laughs> there are UFO bases on east, west, north, and south in the base in the bottom of the Atlantic Ocean. I can't tell you that I believe, I don't reject it. Can't say that I've seen proof of it, and um, so I'm. 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 Here's where I am on UFOs. I do not reject UFOs because I don't think you should reject what you don't know about. But it hasn't been proven to me in a way that I'm comf comfortable with. So if you tell me it was one of these a UFO, I would tell you I just don't know. I just don't know. I got to go with whatever hard evidence is given to me. And since, unfortunately, the Biden government lies all the time, who knows what the, what the heck I'm getting? But I don't no, I don't reject UFOs. I just don't. I haven't seen anything yet that ha has me in the category where I can say, yeah, I'm sure there are. You understand what I'm saying? So what? What are we waiting for? An alien to walk out of the White House with the uh, with the president? <laughs> <clears throat> I, think that, I think that may have happened already. <laughs> Have a good day. All right, thank you. <laughs> okay, let's go to Marv. Let's go to John. Hey, uh, Mr. Mayor, I got a question. Do you think all these balloons are in the news just to take away the attention from the laptop? Because in the week when those balloons started to appear, the intensity was really, really high, and then suddenly. We get this one balloon here, next balloon there, on and on and on. Wag the tail. We got to wag the tail. You know, that, that was the movie where uh, it was, uh, uh, I think it was fictitious, but it was like Clinton uh, using bombings to get uh, focus off Monica Lewinsky or something. But um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't reject anything anymore, my friend. There was a time in which I rejected conspiracy theories uh, just out of hand, and I, f I found that too many of them turned out to be true uh, once I started representing the president. And therefore, I'm not going to reject it, but I can't, I can't affirm it. I can't really affirm it. All I can do is tell you the facts that I have and what I can back, out of, back up, and they're, they're pretty darn bad. So we'll be back uh, right after with the mayor's final thoughts. Rudy Giuliani. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Good afternoon. This is Rudy Giuliani, and welcome back to the Rudy Giuliani Show. And, yes, the mayor's final thoughts, sponsored by 
Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. Make your $11 contribution to them right now. That contribution will be converted into, oh gosh, a number of things to help our biggest heroes, but two of the biggest being, number one, building homes for catastrophically wounded warriors who come home for battle not able to really take care of themselves completely. And this gives them a maximum amount of independence. It costs a lot of money. So $11 a month from everyone makes it possible. We've already given out so many homes this holiday season. We need your help. Second, it is used to pay the mortgages for military and civilian members who lose their lives in the line of duty and and the family is stuck with the mortgage and expenses and they help with the mortgage and then they try to try to help with everything else that they can so eleven dollars a month to them uh, you can't do anything better believe me you cannot so go ahead do it now so we're, we're ending a day in which I don't think I've ever experienced this or thought this would happen, where the United States is under some kind of attack. We don't know the general nature of it. We don't know if it's a testing attack. We don't know if it's the precursor to a bigger attack. I don't think so. I don't want to get you all upset about that. But this is certainly a testing attack. And here's what they found out. The President of the United States can't react within two or three days, I would think without injections and without uh, preparation. Because there's no president I would ever think of that on the time of that first uh, balloon the other day wouldn't be out there talking to you about it. I asked President Trump that last night, and that's an easy answer, right? But I remember working for President Reagan and his going out immediately when there were catastrophes, marine barracks bombed and uh, uh, astronauts being killed and hard, hard things to do. But he knew by instinct, because he was a leader, you must get before the American people. You must calm them down and you must give them a sense of direction. Well, it doesn't work when you hide. And all it tells you is, What we know we did, we elected a president who is incapable of carrying out the duties of President of the United States. And every day he remains in office is a desecration of the 25th Amendment and of the people who are unwilling and who do not have the courage to point out that he's incapable of being president, including his family. But they're making so much money, maybe they don't think about it. Well, God bless America, and we're going to stay on this. You come back tomorrow, plenty more. Thank you, God, for allowing me to be an American. Rudy Giuliani. Former Mayor Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.